Hey, it's Jason. Before we get into this podcast episode, quick question for you. And that is, would a private voiceover community help you? Basically, uh, think of it like a place, like an online community to meet, ask questions, encourage others, and get audition feedback so that you can grow as a voiceover actor and grow your business. Is that something that you would be interested in? I've had some students ask me about it, so I just wanted to kind of put a feeler out there and just see uh, if there's any interest in a voiceover community. If you want to see more details about it and give your input, you can do that at voiceacting101.com slash group. There's a form there. You just fill it out. That's got some questions on it, and that'll kind of give me some uh, feedback on whether or not you're interested in it. It's up in the air right now. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but it is something that has been brought up a few times. So I just wanted to put it out there and see uh, if there was anyone else interested in it. Again, it's voiceacting101.com slash group. I'd love to get your input on it. All right, that's it. Now on to the podcast. If you're self-employed as a voice actor and you're earning income, odds are you're going to need to pay a tax on that income. Here in the U.S., we're required to pay what's called estimated taxes. They're due each and every quarter. What is it and how do you know how much to pay? That's what we're going to be talking about today on the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Voice Acting 101 podcast. Jason here with episode number 24. And this is where I try to answer questions about voiceover, packing in as much info as I can in as little time as possible to help build your confidence so that you can start, build, and grow your voiceover business. And before we jump into this episode, I just want to mention that there's a free guide I put together. It walks you through each step of working in voiceover. You can get it. It's available at voiceacting101.com slash get started. I cover the five main steps from just starting out to actually getting paid to record voiceover. So if you're brand new to voiceover, maybe you're on step one, uh, or if you've been in voiceover for a little bit, but you're just not where you want to be, maybe step five is where you are. And this guide is going to help you no matter where you are in the process. Each step is important, and the guide just lays out the whole process. So if you want to get it, head over to voiceacting101.com slash get started. All right, so today's question, it's not a super exciting topic, but it's still an important part of voiceover, and it has to do with paying taxes. And this question came in from Alan. Alan says, Jason, I have asked the IRS about this, and they cannot give me a satisfying answer. When you are just starting up your business, how do you know how much to pay in your quarterly taxes when you have no idea, not only how much you might possibly earn, but if you will earn anything at all. I realize that you get overpayments back eventually, but it can hurt putting out money when money is tight. All right, so thanks for the question, Alan. It's kind of scary that the IRS couldn't give you a satisfying answer on this, but I'm just going to try to explain uh, what I did and what I do in my own business. And I'm kind of reluctant to touch on the topic of taxes uh, just because there are so many rules and variables that come into play. Uh, So the first bit of advice that I just want to throw out there would be to get help from a tax advisor. They're going to be able to look into your exact situation. They're going to know every law in and out. They're going to know the loopholes, uh, you know, because tax laws can vary by state and country. So that's my first bit of advice, just to reach out to a tax advisor who's going to give you uh, the most help that anyone can. But if you're unfamiliar with estimated taxes, here's the gist of it. So when you're an employee of a business, when you work for them, and you get a paycheck every week or every two weeks, every paycheck has taxes automatically taken out. That means that the employer has taken the money from you and they're going to send that money to the government for you. But when you're self-employed, when you're like a self-employed individual or a sole proprietor, 
which is usually the case when you're just starting out in voiceover. The government, they still want their money and they don't want to wait to get paid until you file your end of year taxes. So instead, they've set up uh, what are called estimated taxes and they want you to send in the tax money that you owe on a quarterly basis or four times per year. So any money that you earn during the first quarter, which would be January, February, and March, you're going to send a percentage of that in as a tax uh, by April 15th. That's the due date. Uh, And then for the second quarter, that's April and May, you're going to send that in by June 15th. Third quarter is June, July, August, which uh, is due September 15th. And then fourth quarter is September, October, November, December. And that tax is going to be due January 15th of the next year. And if you live in a state with income tax, you're also going to need to pay state estimated taxes as well as federal estimated taxes. Now, according to the IRS website, you should be paying estimated tax if you expect to owe $1,000 or more when you file your tax return. It says $1,000 now. That could change at any time. So make sure that you check that and uh, just make sure that you're following the law. But how do you know how much to pay? So that's where that tax advisor can help. You know, they're going to be able to look at your situation and figure it out exactly, you know, down to the dollar of what you should be paying. But if you're more of a do-it-yourselfer, The IRS has a form, and that form is called 1040ES, and that's got a worksheet, and it's also got a tax rate schedule included in it. So you can figure out the tax that you owe, and you're going to need to consider your entire income, you know, not just uh, your the the money that you're making from voiceover. If you're if you're if you have a job like a a full time job and you're earning income, you're going to need to take that income and any tax withholdings that you may be uh, paying through your employer. You're going to have to use all that to figure out your estimated taxes. In many states, they have estimated tax calculators on their website, so that can help you figure out what percentage you should be sending uh, to your state for your estimated tax. And you can adjust the tax as well. So if you had a lot of checks come in in one quarter, you're going to want to pay more that quarter. But if another quarter is slow, then you can pay less in that quarter. So it's very dependent on the income that you're earning. Uh, Now, when you're just starting out, it's kind of hard to have any kind of idea of what you're going to be earning in voiceover. So I'll just tell you what I did and what I still do today uh, because it's worked well for me. So what I would do is uh, set aside a certain percentage from each job that you're paid for. And you're going to need to pick that percentage. I would go higher rather than lower, just have a little bit of a buffer. Uh, And I think when I started, I went with something like 37% and that helped to cover the federal tax and the state tax. Uh, So you would take that percentage from each payment that you receive. So you do a voiceover job, you get paid, you take that percentage from that payment and you move it into a tax savings account where you're not going to touch it. And then when the quarter is up and your taxes are due, your estimated taxes due, that's when you're going to use that form to figure out how much you owe. And you'll already have that money saved and in that savings account. So you'll be able to pay your estimated tax from that account with no problem. So Uh, Really, when it gets down to it, you're just saving a portion of your pay from each job. And this way, the savings account is always in proportion to your earnings. Now, like I said, I would would make that percentage a little bit higher than what you even think it's going to be. Because if you end up over saving for taxes, that's not money that you're sending to the government. It just stays in your savings account. So you're going to have a nice bonus at the end of the year. But you want to make sure that you're paying at least what you owe so that you can avoid getting a penalty. And there's also a penalty for being late. So you definitely want to mark those due dates on your calendar. So this is what I do. And it's based on advice that I've gotten from tax professionals over the years. 
Again, I would suggest you find a tax professional who can help you if you have more questions because the laws can vary depending on the state and the country where you live and how much you earn, and there are just so many other factors. So a tax professional can walk you through it all. But hopefully this kind of breaks it down and explains it in uh, simpler terms. All right, so that's it for this episode. I hope this helped you. Don't forget, if you have a voiceover question, odds are that there are others that have that same exact question. So I'd love to hear it. You can ask it by going to voiceacting101.com slash ask to send it in. I'll talk to you next time. Have a great week.